Golden State Warriors basketball. This is the Mark Jackson Show. I don't go with what the norm is. My goal from day one is to not be an average coach. Pull up three. Good. Now here's Mr. T on the Sports Weekly. Eric Burns, Tom Tolbert with you. Time for a weekly hit with the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, Mark Jackson. And he is brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. For a local dealer, visit Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Ring Central guest line brings us the head coach, Mark Jackson. Jack, what's going on? Everything's great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for showing up again. I always appreciate it. <laughs> I almost canceled, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you might have thought about it. No. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you. So let's let's just get into what happened uh, last night because you said some things during the post game that kind of made me raise my eyebrows when you said, I got inside information that some people don't like that brand of basketball. They clearly didn't co-sign it. They wanted to let me know that they have no part in what was taking place. In looking at that or just hearing you say that, I mean, I'm I'm left to believe that somebody from the Nugget organization told you this is what was going to happen. They were targeting Steph Curry, they were trying to hurt Steph Curry. They wanted no part of it. That's how I in- interpreted it. Am I wrong in interpreting it that way? Well, that's a good way of interpreting it. You know, without uh, I'm not going to go any further, but yep. you know, that's a correct way of interpreting it. At the end of the day, like I said, uh, I'm watching TV and I'm obviously following reports. You don't have to show 15 different uh, clips of picks or screens or cuts. Just show the one where. Steph was trying to go through the lane and blatantly yeah. fouled him and tried to trip him. That's not a basketball play. You, you know, you do radio, but you're well aware yeah. as a former player what's a basketball play and what's not. And uh, you can, we can be beat. We were outplayed. I give them credit. That's different too, mm-hmm. giving somebody credit when they win the game instead of saying it was magic. But um, at the end of the day, they outplayed us, and we give them credit. But I'm not going to tolerate. Uh, blatant attempts to, to hurt my star player. That was the one that jumped out at me. Because I, I watched the same things you watched, and, and some could be debated. And if you know that going in, I think you're going to look at it a little bit differently. But not knowing it and just watching the game, I mean, he gave him a forearm shiver to the chest. That was stuff we used to do and guards used to have to put up with back in the 80s and early 90s. Rules have changed now, so you don't see it that much. But still, forearm to the chest is a forearm to the chest. But when a guy's running by and he doesn't expect you to uh, trip or knee him, and that 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 was the one to me that was that was blatant. That was, you know what, this has nothing to do with the game. I'm going to try to hurt you on this play. That was the one that I don't even think you have to watch basketball to know that wasn't a basketball play, as you said. Right, and and, and just to reiterate, I'm not talking about you know McGee's screen on yeah. stuff. That's an offensive, but it's basketball. Mm-hmm. Oh, even chucking him when he goes through the lane, that's basketball. Um, at the end of the day, I'm talking about the non-basketball play um, that, that, that has no room in the game. Where do you guys go from here, Coach, strategy-wise, going into game six tomorrow night? Well, we said all along, we play our brand of basketball, we're fine. Uh, and the only adjustment that, that we make is doing what we talked about doing. Obviously, the game plan and the strategy uh, remains the same. We were 3-1 and one until last night and wound up 3-2. and two. two games they beat us. We didn't take care of the basketball. We didn't rebound. Uh, we allowed them to get it going in transition. Um, when we when we defend, rebound, take care of the basketball, 
and and make a, a, a decision to sprint back in transition, we wind up in, in, in good shape. So I think the adjustment is to, to, to be the best Warrior team. And if we do us and they do them, we think at the end of the day we'll be just fine. Turn to the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, Mark Jackson. Just a couple more questions on the uh, physical play last night, Jack. Uh, with uh, Draymond Green uh, shoulder to Fareed Sternum and Andrew Bogut, as he termed it, a textbook box out, and I told him I would uh, <laughs> I would disagree. I've boxed out people like that many times before, and I, <laughs> I never considered it really a textbook box out. But were those were those physical plays against the physical players, or were those players standing up for teammates? Um, I won't say standing up for a teammate. I would probably say. You know, I don't have the plays in front of me. Yeah. But going back, the Draymond play wasn't a clean play. Yeah. I'm not going to co-sign it. Uh, I can be honest. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a premeditated play or a planned play. He probably was trying to send a message. Yeah. Uh, uh, with Bogic's play, you're trying to box out an elite offensive rebounder. He had him beat. He turned around and did whatever he had to do. It wasn't a dirty play. Mm-hmm. It was a play that keep him away from the offensive rebound. Now they called a flagrant. I'm fine with that, yeah. but you can see that anywhere. It wasn't an attempt to hurt him. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be physical play, and we're fine with physical play. Uh, I think it's going to be a great night, and I look forward to our incredible fans um, and the, you know the noise they're going to make, and we look forward to a big game tomorrow. Coach, you, let me just dovetail off that one more time, Jack. Uh, where, where do you draw the line on that? Because you played, we played in different uh, eras. You you played with some of the most physical guys in the NBA at the time. Uh, Mason and Oak were two physical guys, and you know how it gets come playoff time, where physical sometimes blurs into dirty because guys just want to win so bad, and they may do stuff that they don't think about they're doing. Uh, is there a line that, that is crossed? And I think we'd agree that Fareed was premeditated because he saw him coming down. I would agree that uh, Draymond just said, you know what, he's trying to come to the glass. He has a head of steam, and I'm going to knock the crap out of him. I've done that a number of times as well. But it, being that it is the playoffs and there's so much at stake, is there a does, does it get blurred sometimes between what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, and maybe saying, you know what, I didn't mean to do it, but I got out of hand and I just kind of lost my head for a little bit? And that's okay. If okay. you say I got out of hand and I lost my head, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I think this is, you know, playoff basketball and it's going to be very physical. And I think uh, at the end of the day, when you make hard basketball fouls, that's acceptable. Yeah. When you screen a guy, when you nail a guy, a guy roams through the paint, you hit him. That's acceptable. A guy tries to run to get a tap dunk and you, you know, you, you meet his body before he leaves the air and mm-hmm. you, you know, you box him out. That's acceptable. Uh, you know, a hard foul, not allowing a guy to get a layup and force him to go to the line, shoot two. That's acceptable. But I think the, the line crosses when it's dirty basketball yeah. plays. And and to be fair, I only said that the, that one specific play. Yeah. So I don't need people speaking for me mm-hmm. and showing ten clips. Just talk about the one play that I said. Yeah. Break that one play down and then tell me I'm wrong. But no, you're not wrong. I mean, that was like that was obvious. I mean, there there was no doubt about that. But it was interesting you say because back uh, and once again, this is a different era and a different time. And I remember, you know, uh, Kevin McHale clotheslining Kurt Rambis, and it was like, okay, two shots. You know, you're you're in the game. We'll just continue continue playing on. And I that obviously should have been unacceptable back then. It's unacceptable now. But I was talking about this earlier, Jack. Is that somebody goes in for a layup, and I want to. I don't want to say put them on the ground, but I want to make them earn it. I'm going to be physical, and I'm going to go up, and I'm going to meet their body in midair and not let them dunk on me, not let them – 
get an easy layup. I'm not being dirty at that point. I'm just being physical, but I'm also putting them in jeopardy by going up there and and meeting them at the uh, at the top or as as top as I could get. I guess it wasn't that high. I tried to meet them before they <laughs> elevated fully because at that point I was a little bit of a disadvantage. But I guess that's where the line blurs for me a little bit. Is that I. I remember in, in, in situations I was trying to be physical, but I also realized I was putting myself and the player in risk as well, at risk as well. Well, you're right, and I think it's a fine line, but I think that's a, a good basketball play, and you know, you've been around long enough to know how to make it a clean foul attempt and make sure you know nine times out of ten you both come down yeah. unharmed and the guy doesn't have an opportunity you know, to get a three-point play. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at it like, they they made a conscious effort to be more physical, yeah. to put a body on Steph Curry, to to make it a long night for him, to try to frustrate him. And here's a guy that is a star, and some say superstar, uh, the way he's playing right now. He plays 42 minutes with a game plan to be physical against him and doesn't go to the line. Uh, I just I, I'm just trying to protect my guy, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, make sure he gets out of this whole and healthy. Yeah. Coach, you guys lost David Lee, obviously, in game one and reeled off three straight victories. Jarrett Jack has been huge. Harrison Barnes has come up big at times. Carl Landry. Andrew Bogut, though, for me, when I watch him, I feel like he's kind of set the tone for your entire team in this series. And it looks statistically and offensively, he's not always going to light up the board. But it seems like his attitude is resonating uh, amongst all the rest of the teammates there. Well, it really is. You know, he's he's our enforcer, and he sets the tone. You know, we've watched him, you know, really blossom and begin to feel more and more uh, like his old self. And, and we're a different team when he when he plays and feels that way. No question about it. And I think it's something that the guys on this team they haven't had a guy who plays at his level and gives you a legitimate chance, no matter who the big guy is on the other side every single night. You know, I think one of the reasons. Uh... You know, uh, the guys like playing for you is not only do you respect them, treat them like men, but they know you have their back. I mean, I felt that way as a as a teammate. I mean, I love playing with you and the, the guys on the team. We knew that we had each other's back, even though they were going to win 19 games. But uh, did, <laughs> when you say those things at the end of the, the, the games, you're talking about Steph, is it just this is how I feel at the time? Is it I want to send a message to my team that I'm always behind you and I always have your back and you know that? Or is there any gamesmanship in that and, like, look, this is what's happening. I want to draw a little bit of attention to it so the officials will make sure they maybe maybe even subconsciously make sure they take a look at that stuff next game. Well, it's probably a little bit of all of the above, mm-hmm. uh, but probably the most part is uh, we're in this thing together and I got my guys back. But certainly watching, you know, the great coaches and the history of the game – and when you're talking about playoff basketball, uh, it's it's a chess match, mm-hmm. and sometimes you got you got to play that game. So, uh, but I think most importantly, I got you know I, I knew that an attempt was made to you know play dirty, and a mm-hmm. dirty play was made. And I'm not going to stand there and just watch it and okay it. I think it's important to make sure that we keep it clean and uh, play this series the right way and let the best team win. Is there something to be taken from the second half last night? Not in the fact that you guys made it close, because certainly at this time of the season, there are no moral victories. Either you win or you lose. But the fact that the defense was much better, the points in the paint went way down, the transition points went way down. I mean, they were able to kind of get out and do the things that made them a 57-win team 
in the first half of that game. In the second half of that game, they struggled for the better part of the half, kind of like they have in a lot of situations or a lot of periods of time throughout the course of the uh, the series. Is there anything to be taken from that second half in the way that you guys got back to playing, especially defensively? Well, sometimes the best the best way to get a message across is to experience it. Mm-hmm. And we've known all along, we've preached about it all series long, that if we allow them to, you know, to, to do the things that they've been able to do all season long, they're a very good basketball team and tough to beat. You know, they won 57 games. They're the number three seed for a reason. Um, what we've got to do and when we've had our most success is when we've taken away the things that they do exceptionally well. They rebound the basketball, they score in the paint area, and they, they push the basketball up the floor and transition, making you pay the price off of turnovers, and they run off, you know, makes also. So we've got to make the commitment to defend, to get back, and to rebound, and to take care of the basketball. When we don't, bad things happen, and I think that's probably the thing you take away from last night. When we got back to ourselves, we got back into the ball game and had a real chance. Coach, what's the difference between uh... – coaching in the playoffs as you're doing now for the first time in playing in the playoffs for you? I would, I would probably say, you know, great question. I would probably say the difference is as a player, I was an extension of the coach. Uh, I followed the game plan that the coach put together, and I was able to audible uh, both sides of the basketball, being an extension of the coach on the floor, but it wasn't my total call. As a head coach, the difference is, you know, along with my staff, I take the you know opinions, and then I come up with a, a decision in a way of how to win and what we need to do. Uh, so, so you're basically calling the shots, and and it's it's a bigger chessboard. Hey, Jack, before I let you run, just real quick, I know you're not going to answer this, but I figure, what the hell, go ahead and throw it out there anyway. They <laughs> <laughs> they went to a big lineup last game with McGee and Fareed to start the game. Do you anticipate countering that, or is that going to be something you will decide closer to game time? No, you know, at the end of the day, we feel that the most important thing is for us to to stick to our identity of who we are. And no matter who's on the floor, if we defend and do the things I talked about, we're going to be fine. So the concern is not matching up with them. Mm-hmm. It's just being true to who we are. Jack, as always, really appreciate the conversation. I will see you out there tomorrow night. Best of luck and uh, see if you can make it so that uh, no one goes back to Denver unless they feel like going there during the offseason. Hmm. Looking forward to it. Thanks for talking. <laughs> Take it easy, nice Jack. Coach. Head coach of the Golden State Warriors.